did when I was running for the Senate, I do now running for president. Sometimes just 30, 60 seconds, people will look into your eyes and they'll say, I need help. You know, my son is a drug addict and I'm taking care of his daughter. We have to have more help. Or the young man I meet who says, I'm taking care of my mother with Alzheimer's. I can't quit my job, but I can't afford a caregiver, so I take her to work. I mean, I hear these intimate personal stories, and it, it gives, you know, not only a real texture to what I'm thinking about and what I'm proposing, but it makes it all real, you know, that there are real people out there doing the best they can. And what can she do? Well, maybe there is somebody she can help. You know, maybe there's a child she can tutor. Maybe there's a project to, you know, raise funds to send kids to college. Maybe there is just something she can do to contribute to the life that will be better for somebody else. I say in my speeches, and I know it sometimes sounds a little corny, I say, you know, you don't expect a presidential candidate to say, we need more love and kindness in America. But I'm saying it because I believe it. We've got to stop demonizing each other. We've got to stop with all of the anger and the you know, terrible sense of alienation and division that is stalking our country. We need to be kinder to one another. We need to put ourselves in each other's shoes and walk in them if you can. So, yes, I mean, being president is running the executive branch, doing foreign policy, working with the Congress, but it's also being a catalyst for people to feel that they can be their best selves and that we need them. And, and we're that's in this what together. I want to do. We're in this together. Absolutely. This was the first major interview Secretary Clinton has granted since the terror attacks in Paris. We began our conversation with that tragedy and with her strategy to defeat the terror group ISIS. Thank you for doing this. It's great to see you. Again. Great to see you. Thanks, Charlie. Uh, this is the first conversation interview you've had since Paris. What's new? What did Paris change for all of us? I think it forced a conversation uh, that is taking place not only in our country and in Europe, but in many places across the world about what are the opportunities and the dangers in this very complex time that we're living in. And specifically with respect to ISIS, I think it has really accelerated a discussion about how the world is going to deal with not only ISIS, how to deny it territory, but also with the whole network of radical jihadism, which has taken advantage of that arc of instability from North Africa mm. to South Asia. And then I think, finally, how are we going to protect ourselves, our friends, our partners, uh, in a way that is in keeping with our openness, our values? And so I think it's, it's really pushed all of these discussions that you have in the Situation Room, that you have in lots of places, uh, but now it's pushed into the open and it's a matter of personal and political. Uh, debate. Okay, so with respect to the new urgency, what should the United States do? And what would you recommend we do? Well, I gave a speech about this uh, the Council, uh, to on the Council on Foreign Relations because I think it's important that we look at it from a broader perspective. Number one, we have to deny them territory with a multi-pronged, multinational effort. And the United States must lead that effort. And it has. And what does that mean? Well, lead. It, what it means is that we have to do the heavy lifting to get people to make the contributions that they have to make, whether it be uh, aircraft to uh, fly airstrikes against ISIS territory to go after leadership and economic infrastructure, or 
putting together the troops on the ground, uh, how we get more equipment and support to the Kurds who've been bearing the brunt of the fighting, how we do everything we can to get the Iraqis not only to stand up their army, but begin to work with the Sunni uh, tribal leaders, as was done successfully back and in 07. What incentive would you offer to the Sunni leaders to get them engaged on the ground? So with the addition of American airstrikes, mm -hmm. you might wage effective campaign, both in Iraq right. and Syria. Well, nothing beats what was tried last time, which is cash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's not, let's exactly. not turn our nose up yeah. at it. Ask General Petraeus. That's General Petraeus, whom uh, uh, you uh, recently talked yeah. with and uh, was uh, very uh, straightforward in saying, look, we basically paid the tribal sheikhs in Anbar, and now we would probably continue that across the border into uh, Syria.